Are you a current or future physician assistant wanting to learn more about finances? Then join me on this journey to become a PA the FI way. Hi, my name is Kat and I'm a practicing certified physician assistant who will be your host. It took me five years after I started practicing medicine as a PA to thoroughly dive into my personal finances after I discovered the concept of financial independence. I want to use what I have learned to help you avoid some of the financial mistakes that I have made while sharing some of the financial wins that I have had along the way. Join me as we discuss financial strategies to guide you to becoming a physician assistant on the way to financial independence. Welcome back, everyone, to the PA the FI Way podcast. I'm your host, Kat, and thank you so much for joining me for the show today. I don't know about you, but it has seemed like up here in Minnesota that summer is somewhat sadly starting to wind down a bit. The state fair will be starting soon, and many kids will be starting to return back to school in the area as well. Also, with my patients, I have been saying at the end of each visit, that I hope that they enjoy the rest of their day as well as the rest of summer because most likely for their follow-up visit, it'll be in the fall coming up. It's just amazing how quickly time seems to go. We have an upcoming camping trip that is scheduled with some of our friends from our church this weekend. And it's going to be at a state park that has some fishing at a lake that we've never been to before. So I'm really looking forward to trying to have a relaxed weekend as well as spending some time outside and hopefully catching some fish. We will see. So I hope that you are all enjoying the precious moments that are left of this summer. So this episode will very likely be a pretty short one where I want to talk to you about a story that has to do with credit freezes But before I do that, it was just announced today because I'm recording this on Wednesday, August 24th, that the president had made an announcement that up to $10,000 of student loan debt is set to be forgiven for qualifying borrowers who did not receive Pell Grants and up to $20,000 if they did receive Pell Grants. And this is for only borrowers who earn under $125,000 per year as individuals, or up to $250,000 per year for married couples. In addition to this announcement, it was also announced that the national pause on federal student loan payments was once again extended through the end of 2022, so through December 31st, 2022, and is supposed to resume January 1st, 2023. However, they have said that this is the last time multiple times, so who knows if this is really the last time or not. We shall see for those of you who have federal student loans still. And since this was just announced today, all of the details haven't come out yet about it. So supposedly we're supposed to hear updates over the next few weeks. So if you're kind of like me and don't pay much attention to the news, maybe you want to pay a little bit more attention if you have some of those federal student loans still. So for today's episode, I want to talk about what a credit freeze is and to start off by telling you a bit of a story. So I was a PA student at Des Moines University in Iowa, but I have been born and raised up here in Minnesota. So 
many of my elections, I had requested to try to get near my home, which was near the Twin Cities, to be able to stay home as much as possible or to stay with family members or things like that to help keep the cost of living low, but also to be able to spend time with local friends and family during rotation year. Well, one of the rotations, which was my surgery rotation, it was two weeks general surgery rotation and two weeks cardiothoracic surgery rotation. So it was very interesting, but it was at the local VA hospital. And this was back in 2014, so several years ago. And I have no idea if this is still even a rotation offered through the school or if this is still the process of things. But when I was told by my program about this rotation, I was told how technically the VA, for some reason, views PA students as employees. So I was technically hired for the four weeks that I was there for my rotation, and which this means that I was paid a small amount. That was certainly a very nice surprise because I wasn't expecting it and I hadn't heard about it until pretty much right before the rotation. It was not my favorite rotation for several reasons, though. And a little bit of the icing on the cake of all of that was as part of the process of becoming an employee, I had to give them all sorts of personal information, such as my email address, my home address, phone number, social security number. I even had to do fingerprints because it was at the VA hospital. So it was a pretty intense process, especially for a rotation for PA schools. Pretty interesting. But the icing on top of the cake of this not being my favorite rotation, sadly, was that somehow, somewhere along the way, after my rotation there, they had a data breach. And I don't know all the exact details. My suspicion is someone hacked into their computer system or something like that. And the information of the employees was stolen. And I was the employee at that time for the four weeks. So because this was several years ago, my memory on some of the details is a bit fuzzy, unfortunately. And I can't remember exactly how far after my rotation that that breach happened. If it was a few to several months, if it was a couple years later, I don't recall. But at that time, I was offered to have identity monitoring services provided for free because of this. And again, the details are a bit fuzzy, whether this was something that was for a short period of time or supposed to be set up for lifelong, many years. I feel like it was only for a period of time. But regardless, right now, I do have the service that I get these emails from that let me know if there are updates to my personal information. And I personally have not had to pay for this service at all. So over the past few years, I've gotten updates like, hey, there's been a new credit card opened in your name and I log in and it's one that I opened because I had opened several in a row with travel hacking to get free travel with credit card rewards points. Or hey, there was more credit opened in your name and I would log in just to make sure that it was something that we indeed got a loan for 
So anyway, a few days ago, I got this notification to log in and check this alert. And this was certainly one of the most concerning alerts that I had received because what it stated was that my social security number showed up somewhere with this guy's name. And it's a stranger that I have no idea who it would be. And through this website, it talks to you about how you want to double check your credit, see if there's been more credit added under your name. And then it lets you know some steps to take if you feel like people have taken out loans or gotten credit or opened a credit card or I'm suspicious of other fraudulent activity of what to do. So I was like, crap, this seems like a bit of a headache, but it needs to be done. So I logged into all three credit bureaus, which are Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, just to confirm that I didn't see anything suspicious. And I didn't. But also to log in and to check all of that, I had to create an account because I didn't have an account with all three of those credit bureaus yet, or any of them technically. Anyway, this whole situation made me recognize and realize how lazy that I have been for not placing a credit freeze for myself. And as you know, this is a podcast for PAs about financial independence, so I'm all about finances, right? But part of growing your wealth is also protecting your wealth, right? And I have heard other people talk about credit freezes, but I had just never implemented it. And part of it is because it is kind of a pain in the sense that you have to remember to unfreeze it in the future if you are wanting to use credit or open more credit. So for example, like I said, there was a spurt when I was opening several different credit cards for travel hacking, or if you're trying to qualify for different types of loans or things like that you need to be mindful that you don't want your credit frozen during those times. I still feel like it's a poor excuse on my end to not have done this yet. So what I did was I created the account for all three of those credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And you have to enter some personal information. You also had to verify your identity. So they asked some questions in there about like past employers or maybe a license plate of a vehicle that you own, which my husband and I have owned several vehicles and we currently have several (laughs) because I feel like he likes to hoard these old beater vehicles just in case something happens to a car and it breaks down. And I'm like, I don't know these license plate numbers or things like that, but they asked several different personalized identity verification questions. So I'm pretty sure I got one or two of them wrong even. And they were still able to verify my identity. And then you go in there, you set up your account, and then you can elect to freeze your credit for free through all three of those credit bureaus. And you do need to do it with all three of them, unfortunately, but it is now free to do. There was a law that passed a few years ago that made this free. And I would say that the process probably took me about five to 10 minutes per credit bureau. So maybe 30 minutes total. And sure, it's a headache and me stressing about not knowing my identity verification questions, (laughs) which is pretty funny. But 
I'm glad that now I have that done. And then what did I do? I made my dear husband also do it. And that entailed me sitting down with him and making sure that he would get it done. Because again, it's one of those things that you can always keep pushing it off, pushing it off, putting it on the back burner and not doing it until something like this happens where it's like, oh crap, my social security number popped up somewhere in some random person's name. And I have no idea how or why. I wonder if maybe he has a similar social security number and he accidentally put down mine instead or something. I have no idea. But what I'm trying to emphasize here is that although it's one of those annoying headaches in life, it doesn't take that long and it can save multiple bigger headaches for you in the future. So if you haven't frozen your credit yet, please go ahead and do it. So freezing your credit is not a foolproof method of protecting you against criminal activity, unfortunately, but it is an extra layer of protection. It helps keep criminals from opening fraudulent credit accounts under your name. It can help reduce your risk of identity theft. But again, it's not a for sure thing. Anytime that your credit needs to be unfrozen, you can log in and unfreeze it. I believe it was two out of the three of them made me create a PIN to have. So make sure you don't lose your PIN. So it's best practice to try to keep your credit frozen. If you are not actively trying to get a new credit card or a new loan, so try to get into the habit of keeping it frozen in between those situations. Just because you have frozen your credit doesn't mean that you can't have other fraudulent charges if a credit account has already previously been compromised, or you still could be susceptible to tax refund scams or healthcare scams for using your social security number. So you still want to check your credit and monitor for criminal activity. So that was my quick story for you today about how this all probably started way back during PA school on my rotation when there was a data breach of the employees and my information got stolen. And who knows if this guy who popped up with my social security number, if he really got it from the data breach, or again, if maybe he accidentally wrote down my social security number instead of his or something like that. But I really hope that this acts as a gentle reminder to make sure that you have your credit frozen if you aren't going to need it anytime soon. Do you have any interesting stories about your credit or things like this that might have happened during your rotations in PA school? I'd love to hear from you. You can either send me an email at pathefiway at gmail.com or you can message me through Instagram at pathefiway or you can comment on the post for today's episode over on Instagram or Facebook as well. Thanks for taking a listen and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you for tuning in and I hope that you decide to continue to join me along this journey of becoming a PA the FI way please take a moment to press the subscribe button on the platform that you are listening to this on. 
but more importantly, consider sharing with another current or future PA that could benefit from the information that we reviewed in this episode. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Until next time.